Today on the News and Why It Matters, the latest in the Jeffrey Epstein uh, ongoing scandal. Oh, my gosh. A lot to get into there. Conspiracy theories are going to fly everywhere. It's going to be amazing. Uh, also, the shooting in Philadelphia, six police officers shot. What are the people out there saying? How are they uh, how are they perceiving this act? A lot to get into. And it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. We've got a whole new combo today going on. We've got Mr. David Harris, author Hello. David Harris Jr. Thank How you for you? being here. My we've pleasure. got conservative commentator Grant Stinchfield. And we've got new to the show, yes. On Your Maiden Voyage, mm -hmm. Jamie Kilstein, yes. comedian Jamie Kilstein, host of the Jamie Kilstein podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, this, this is, we've got an enemy yeah. in, in our waters here, says. in our midst. He's not a conservative. This is, uh, and we're actually having you on the show. This is like an Antifa like invasion yes. right away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we immediately don't trust you, yep, and we're yep. judging you. I've been handed no milkshakes. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very grateful you gave me a mug. Um, <laughs> you get to take it home too. Yeah, I mean liberals None like none of us want to try what's in that drink. <laughs> no, uh, it's uh, straight up LSD. Hundred percent hallucinogenics. <laughs> no, thank you guys for having me. This yeah, is yeah. No, thanks for being here. Uh, want to get into first, gentlemen. The latest in the Jeffrey Epstein saga. So just let's just let's backtrack if we can before we get into mm -hmm. the the news today. So he was on suicide watch. Then he was taken off suicide watch. His cellmate that he had was removed for reasons I've not read. Have you guys seen any reasons as to why his cellmate was removed? I keep so saying. he could be murdered? <laughs> okay. Hey! <laughs> Thank you. That's kind of where I was that? going with that. Uh, so his cellmate is, is mysteriously removed. The guards were caught falsifying the logs. And uh, fell asleep, apparently. I did hear that. And fell asleep, fell asleep. Yeah. yes. For hours. Right. Um, he ended up hanging himself... But also there were shrieks coming from his cell that other people overheard, although it was unclear what, who the shrieks were coming from. Did it sound like a witch? Were they witchy-type shrieks? <laughs> witch? That is unclear. <laughs> I'm not sure. You'll have to go there, go to the facility and ask them. Yeah. Um, but then today it comes out, the, um, the person who did the autopsy said that he had, Epstein had multiple broken bones in his neck that are consistent, that are common with uh, homicide by strangulation. Sure. Yeah. Now they did say, just full disclosure, Full disclosure here, people, they did say it's not, you know, it sometimes happens mm -hmm. in hanging yourself by suicide, but it's not common. It's not common. Not with the height, not with the material. Right. It was much more of a violent. I think yes. it's more common probably, uh, unfortunately, and this actually, I didn't think about this, but it's probably more common when somebody was hung from something like a tree. Right. And then fell. Mm -hmm. You know, fell several feet yeah. and had that snap. The impact, mm -hmm. yeah. and yes. they said, it's right under the Adam's apple. And they Correct. said with older men, it happens more. But mm -hmm. so you're being asked to buy that the guards fall asleep. They falsify the records. The guy's cellmate moves out. Shrieks are heard. And oh, by the way, he just happened to kill himself while all that was unfolding. A tale as old as time. Can, can we talk about how this is actually bringing everyone together in the time of Trump? It's bringing like liberals yeah. and conservatives where you can have like, I'm pro-life, I'm pro-choice, I'm anti-gun, I'm pro-gun. But everyone will be like, yo, but that dude was murdered. <laughs> yes. Like, a thousand percent. It is so 
And it doesn't matter what, I, I think the reason, what's so sad is partisanship is, 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 is so, tribalism is so terrible right now mm -hmm. that the only reason I think it's actually bringing people together are because Epstein has been tied to Trump, Epstein has been tied to the Clintons. Yeah. So both teams technically could have one of their guys get the, taken out. The media has tied Epstein Thank to you. Trump. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Trump is not any way near associated with Epstein, other than that no. he's a billionaire and he lives in Palm Beach, and they're right. going to run into each other. Now, he is connected to the Clintons. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, Clintons were on the plane and the on went, the plane to, the, went is, to the island 26 times. All I Trump know, never went to the island. Right. Trump was on his plane as billionaires mm -hmm. would hang out together, and it was in the United States. So the mainstream media is who's connected Trump. And every article that I've seen when I've done research on Epstein, it's funny how almost every single article uh, that is definitely left-leaning yeah. has the first person that Epstein was connected to was President Trump. Oh, see, I Almost see. Every I see the person. Clinton pictures more. Mm. Oh, I see the Trump stuff. That's so <laughs> interesting. Well, hey, no, here. So here's an interesting, uh, you know, uh, exercise. Where do you frequently get your news? Okay, so now my Twitter used to just be like an echo chamber of like, just like, it looked like the brain of Ralph Nader. Um, <laughs> but now I follow equal right and yeah. equal left. So that could be also why okay. I'm seeing both. But I will say this. Um, I did an episode of my podcast where I talked about this, and I said whether Trump knew anything, whether Clinton knew anything, everyone should be outraged, everyone should be held accountable. Mm -hmm. And the only people that I had bounce from my podcast and be like, I'm not listening, were liberals who were like, don't bring Clinton into this. Wow. Um, and I had a bunch of conservatives write in that were like, hey, if Trump is tied to this, um, Obviously, we're going to denounce him, and I yeah. think the problem Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the, the, I think what the problem is nowadays. Well, is obviously, people if you're tied get, to it, I'll denounce you. If I mean, I'm tied, <laughs> to it, right. I mean, it's ridiculous uh, comment. Do it's I, not going to be tied? Do to I it. look no, like not. I hang out with billionaires? Look at the way I'm dressed right now. <laughs> uh, but I think the problem is people get so excited to take down their guy, whether it's Clinton or whether it's Trump, that like we're forgetting that like a bunch of girls were raped. Yeah. Um, but it just becomes teams. It becomes tribalism. It becomes I want to take Clinton down. I want to take Trump down. And we treat it like a video game instead of being like, hey, there were a bunch of girls that were hurt and shady stuff is happening and powerful dudes are getting away with, like, gross nonsense. And to be clear, girls meaning children. Children. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, even worse. Yeah, that is – that. I, I appreciate you bringing that up because that is something I agree that's lost uh, in this whole, you know, back and forth of what happened. And I admit, I mean, I'm, I'm someone who gets into it. I'm Me like – what is going on? There's something behind this. Surely he didn't commit suicide. We all said this was going to happen, and now it happens. Yeah. And, you know, you get so wrapped up in this CSI, you know, real yeah, life yeah, yeah, yeah. that you forget that there are actual victims here mm -hmm. Epstein, who are children. Epstein was a disgusting dirtbag. And the only thing I'm upset about of him dying mm -hmm. is the fact that he holds the keys to who was connected to all of his yes. sexual yes. escapades. Yes. Yeah. And so now we will not have his testimony for that. Beyond that... Good riddance to the mother scratcher. He's a disgusting human being. Well, they did connect with his madam, the gal that should have all the same information that Epstein had. Yeah. So hopefully they bring her in. They did that today, right? They found her in Massachusetts or yeah, something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I heard about it last night. And then back to what you said, as far as it bringing people together, I have uh, on my show, I talked about it on Sunday. I believe, I believe it was Sunday, uh, or it might have been Saturday night when everything broke mm -hmm. about Epstein. And I have a friend of mine, a longtime friend of mine since that I've known since my teen years, that's been a diehard anti-Trumper. He's been a diehard Obama fan and has just been everything that the left, even though he says I'm not a leftist, he's, he tries to be independent, yeah. but that's just been his, his M.O. 
after I went live and was just talking about how stupid do we have, do they think that we are to try to believe that this guy was suicide, uh, committed suicide. He texted me and he was like, you know what? He's all, if there's anybody that can make me actually support and believe in Trump, it's you. He's all, because this thing absolutely absolutely was not a suicide. So you're absolutely right. It's bringing people oh, together yeah. more so, I and, think, in raising awareness to the fact that it, there's fake news out there. Totally. And it's also making rational people conspiracy. Like, I like to be so level-headed mm -hmm. about... Yeah, I don't subscribe to conspiracy theories or anything. Like, I want to see the facts. The second I saw Epstein died, I was just like, aliens did 9-11. Like, I just suddenly, every, I'm like, I don't know if we landed on the moon. Right. Like, what's real? Yeah. Uh, it was so, like, really rational people yep. are. And also, like, what does this say about either the government or if he was killed? What does this say about that they didn't even wait? Yeah. Like, it was just the most blatant, cartoonish yeah. Um. House of Cards style. Yeah, where it's, it's like, like, what, a week after? Where it's like, that is how sure they are that powerful people can get away with this stuff. Yeah. Where they're like, it'll, it won't be a news story in a week. And I don't think people are going to let it go. Mm -hmm. I think this is like a bridge too far. And people are like, no, no, no. We're staying on you until we figure out what happens. It's proof that the deep state exists. I mean, it's absolute proof to anybody that has any doubt that the deep state, as far all the connections, to be able to pull all those things off that you shared and actually execute it, uh, it, it's there's no possible way unless there's a whole lot of connected people that are all on the same nefarious side. Yeah, and uh, I hope people don't let it go. So I would say though you don't want to necessarily connect it to the deep state. It, it could be, and no one knows who it is. Every single person's a suspect in all of this. Certainly, but the how deep can they get past all the real. security? Get into the guards. You know mess, what? Mess money, with the, money mess with does the, uh, amazing cameras. things when it comes to buying off people. Yeah. Money does it, it, amazing things. All right. I'm just be, hoping it could it's be. Like nothing's a, off the table to me at this point. Nothing is off the my table. Point. Nothing's off the table. I, I would say, too, um, you know, the fact that the left and the right are coming together on this, I would at least say, is proof that neither side trusts the government. Yes. When it comes down to it. Well, and right. who still runs the deep state? I mean, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of the deep state. I know it's real. Yeah, it has a, a, a funny name, right? The lead conspiracy theorist. It's, it's got the name that would make you think it's a conspiracy theory, the deep state. It is real, and who pulls the strings? The Obamas and the Clintons yep. pull the strings of the deep state today and are still pulling the strings for entrenched government employees inside the federal government. I'm surprised we didn't see a picture of Obama in a dress inside of <laughs> Well, we've, we've had, I mean... I don't know. I don't know what's considered. Look, I'm new to conservative tables, so I don't know what's considered Welcome. what's considered You're deep amazing. state or not. But I mean, we've had America has had democratically elected leaders assassinated. We have had. Mm -hmm. um, we have helped with coups with the left and right. We've had shady people. Well, when I was on Glenn's show, and he was like, "I trust the FBI," and we both paused and we're like, "Not Jagger Hoover. That was weird." You know, <laughs> like we've had corrupt people at all levels, which is why, by the way, conspiracies are so appealing to people. And especially when things are so hard and such terrible things happen that sometimes conspiracy theories kind of seem like a way to to digest, to deal with it, to feel like you have kind of some control, right? But in this case, it is, we have to find out who was behind it because if they think they can just get away with this with someone who did such heinous crimes to such innocent people yeah. um, and that they can just cover it up because what, he was tied to powerful people? It, I, I really think 
this is going to be where people just like put their foot down and are like, no. I'm still kind of praying. It was like one of those like Luke Basson, the professional movies where like one of the girls has just been training to be an assassin for like 20 years and like slipped into the jail cell and did it herself. But I have a funny feeling it was like powerful dudes in government. So you say, I want to hear from all three of you. You say that you think that we've got to, we have got to find out who's behind it. Do you think that we will? It depends on our attention span and it also like we have to hold the media accountable Mm -hmm. i think so many of the problems that we have as a country come down to the media and framing and turning people against each other that if the media wants to ignore it and just be like trump said a boo-boo um (laughs) then we have to press the media to stay on it and that is one of the good things about social media Mm -hmm. um is you can stay loud about it but i think if we forget about it and just go back to being mad at trump or being mad at clinton's or whoever um it'll disappear but I feel like this is so crazy and has captured, I mean, just the neck-breaking thing alone. Uh, I don't think people are going to stop asking questions. What do you think, Grant? Will we get to the bottom uh, of it? I mean, if I had to put money on it, I don't think you find out who actually did this. Now, in every crime, right, what, what's the worst thing you can have? Is a lot of people involved because mm-hmm. that opens up the whole idea that so many people could flip on you. Yeah. I still don't think in this case that they're going to ever figure out what really happened because I don't think they're going to have the political stones to go after the truth in all of this. And to your point about the deep state and there were Democrats in power and Republicans in power, the deep state isn't Republican or Democrat. It's all the establishment politicians, powerful people who had a go-along to get-along mentality. They were working together. I always said Nancy Pelosi and, 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 and Mitch McConnell were toasting there's scotches in the basement of yep. the Capitol yep. at times. Trump is the game changer. Which, by yeah, the way, should exactly. bring the left and right together yep. to be like, hey, we're being screwed by the same people. And what they have in common isn't their political party, but just what they have in common is power. Yeah. yeah. You don't sound like a liberal. David, what do you think? <laughs> Not at all. Will we ever yeah. find out? As far as finding out, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I, I, I thank God every day, and I'm always looking to be grateful, and every day I'm Thankful that Hillary Clinton is not our president. I mean, I am too. <laughs> and, I'm, and that's amazing to hear. And I guarantee you, there's no way we'd found out, found out anything had she been our president. Yeah. But I think that with A.G. Barr, uh, I don't know if we're going to specifically find out who, but I love the fact that A.G. Barr came out and said, if the perpetrators or if the people that were connected to Epstein and all those that were a part of this nefarious evil, uh, all the evil things that they did to these children think they're going to get away with it, mm-hmm. they're not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they, don't, if they don't find out specifically who took them out, but if they still, now that A.G. Bars is on the helm, yeah. at the helm, if they find out and they continue the investigation and hold the people accountable that were part of the island, that is more important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. All right, back in a minute. This is so fun, you guys. Yeah? You're great, <laughs> yeah. brother. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah, you. So, Philadelphia. Last night, there was a big shootout, a standoff. Uh, what was it? Six Philadelphia police officers had gone to serve a warrant, a narcotics warrant. And the man who was inside just started just firing off. Uh, luckily, I just read that all six have been released from the hospital. I know a bullet grazed one of oh. their heads. Um, so luckily, it sounds like everyone is A-OK. Um, we can take this conversation two ways, gentlemen, and I will let you pick the path. Both ways. Of, yes, of, of the conversation. Um, that sounded very liberal. We can. <laughs> we can talk about. Nice. We can talk about guns and gun control. Um, 
and I'd actually love to hear your take on that. Jim. I would love to hear your guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay so. okay. so let's talk about that first. And then after that, I want to talk about the um, public opinion on this, because I was reading a lot of nasty things on Twitter, primarily of people saying, yeah, you know, F the cops. They deserve it. They're garbage. And I think that there is this growing anti-police, anti-military uh, you know, sentiment going on that, that needs to be discussed. But um, as far as gun control goes, yeah. who wants to go first? I'll, what do you, let's, I'll do okay, it. Okay, all right. So what do you think of, of where we're at in society right now with okay. guns? So if this was me years ago, I would assume that anybody who owns a gun, who is in the NRA, is just like pro school shooting. That that's just your. Wow. That's like. Really? You, I mean, I'm being hyperbolic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, you don't care about it. Because that's yeah. what you're being spoon fed. That's what I'm being right? spoon fed. Wow. That's the stereotype, right? Like, you have a gun because you don't know how to like please your wife, and you'd rather go shoot <laughs> hay in the backyard and like then like let mass shootings, right? Right. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think it's ridiculous. I also like I coach MMA, jujitsu. Self defense is incredibly important to me. Um. What I'm learning now, because now I follow an equal amount of conservatives, a bunch of people um, who work here, uh, friends with a bunch of conservative gun owners, is the more I talk to gun owners, the more I see that, of course, they want solutions. Of course, they don't want this to happen. They're affected by it the most. If I was a gun owner, if I was an NRA member and I saw another mass shooting, I would just brace myself for, all right, I'm about to get attacked. And I grew up. On the co- I lived in L.A. and New York, right? Um, I don't know what it's like to be raised with guns. I don't know what it's like to hunt. I don't know what it's like um, to feel like I need this to protect my family. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm becoming more empathetic to. What I did the other day is my friend Jason, who works here, uh, he tweeted this really wonderful thing after El Paso saying how we need to come together and we need to do something. I was so unused to seeing people on the right being as concerned about mass shootings than the left. I retweeted it. I said, hey, I'm on the left. I think the same thing. Um, All the conservatives who responded were like, this is too much. Too many kids are dying. Like, we have to do something. What does that mean, have to do something? Have to figure out some kind of change, right? Like, in our society, whether... Yeah, not necessarily gun laws. Yes, yes, Not gun laws. Yes, correct. Figuring out what's going on. Right? Just have the conversation. We can't just ignore it. And the liberal people who responded were like, oh, it's another right-wing guy trying to trick you and act like they care. Mm-hmm. All right? yeah. and, wow. and, and that's what I think is so heartbreaking. I think that I want to hear from gun owners and people who have experience. I want to hear from military. I want to hear, I want to hear from them because they're probably going to have better ideas than I'm going to have who's never shot a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so- I love that you recognize that, though, because I think that we deal with a lot of people on the left who, especially re- even reporters, people who are either reporting or legislating these things, yeah. and they don't, they, they're not willing to admit I'm not the expert on this particular type of gun. Well, and yeah, so I have my thoughts. I have my thoughts right now, which is why I don't even want to say them. I want to ask your guys' opinions on what do you think needs to happen. I have my thoughts on background checks, on gun shows, um, and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been in the gun world enough. I just learned for the first time that some of the states with the strictest gun control um, – have the most gun violence. Yep. Now, is that because people are going to the next state? I, I literally don't no, know the answer. It's but, not the answer. Okay, so I really want to know from gun owners, like, what do you think? Because it has gotten it out fascinating, of control. And, and it really is so interesting to hear from you because you, you use the term spoon-fed. That's exactly what you've had happen to you. Sure. If you've been spoon-fed these facts, 
Look, the NRA, and I worked at NRA TV, you can just Google NRA TV Stinchfield, and, and you can see all of the hate that we get after a mass shooting, when all I would talk about on my program is real solutions that would stop school shootings. We talked about real solutions that would stop a madman like this in Philadelphia from getting a gun. He wasn't supposed to have one. He was a felon. He never could have gotten one legally anyway. There's no law that would have stopped him from getting a firearm. Yeah. Zero. Mm -hmm. We had solutions like, whether it's armed teachers, very controversial, but if someone's going to come into your kid's classroom and slaughter your kids, do you not hope there's a good guy with a gun there to stop them instantly? So can I ask you a question about that? Yes. So the... My first thought is I'm like, teachers can't afford bullets. Um, is like, I was like, they can't even afford their school supplies. What, so from like an MMA point of view, is if you never spar, if you never get in the ring, if you never get punched in the face, um, and you're just shadow boxing, and you're like, I know how to kickbox, or you're right. just hitting the bag, right? In a, a fight or flight situation, you're gonna be in trouble. For a teacher or like a politician who's like, if I was in that movie theater, it's like, if you were in that movie theater, everyone would have died. I don't believe any of these politicians know how to shoot a gun. But don't teachers, don't you need to be training in like an yes. alive situation? Yes. And yeah, should absolutely. we expect teachers to do that, I guess is my question. Like, is it realistic to say the teacher could stop it if they're not training in a situation where your adrenaline's going, where your hands we, are sweating? We, we have a program in Texas. There's a great program yeah, in Colorado. Yeah. There's a Guardian program in Florida. I would urge people to look at that. You are training these teachers. Yeah. They look almost like SWAT team members. And they're all volunteer, and they've yeah, all gone volunteer. through the process. In many cases, the process, they have to have a better shot than it takes to qualify to graduate from the police academy. In their wow. Time, okay? Wow. These are not, you're not giving a gun to somebody who doesn't want one, right. who's never mm -hmm. been around one. Mm -hmm. You're giving one to somebody who wants to step up and train. And beyond just that, gun owners train. If you're a concealed handgun license holder, it is an awesome responsibility to go out in public with a firearm. We train. We go to the range. We go through simulations. Right. We do this. And if you're not doing it, I would say you're, you're, you're not doing what you should be doing if you're a gun owner. We all should take it upon ourselves to train. We don't need the government to tell us to do right. it. Right. But we should be doing it. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, I, I, I want to pick this conversation back up in overtime, uh, but we got to take a break for right now. We'll be back. Thank you. I, 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 I legitimately... We're going to pick this conversation back up uh, where we left off when we go into overtime. So make sure that you are set with overtime, that you are a Blaze TV subscriber. Hello, if you're watching this and you've been watching this show for this long, why would you not be a Blaze TV subscriber? You can use promo code NEWS for uh, $10 off of your annual subscription. And don't forget, we've got uh, Jamie here. Jamie, just let... I'm going to give you a chance to give a plug for your podcast before oh, cool. we get, get into overtime. Tell everyone where they can find Joe. Yes. Uh, so it's the Jamie Kilstein podcast. It is free on iTunes, on Stitcher, and Spotify. And then we're also on Patreon if you want to uh, give a screw you to the liberal who canceled when I brought up Clinton and Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not support? If you're going to support a liberal, why not support one I'm your dude. who's pissing off the other liberal? I'm going to go yeah, shooting absolutely. with some of you guys afterwards. Yeah. Like, I've never shot a gun. I'm you gonna realize do that you're today. losing liberals by the moment. <laughs> Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. So, you know, we could talk all day long back and forth about, you know, what the solution is when it comes to guns. I know 
we've got two gentlemen here who are, you know, very Second Amendment, pro-Second Amendment. You are open to ideas, yeah. but in the past, you just don't, you know, you haven't had the, the knowledge uh, that comes with being in the Midwest and raising, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, raising your kids with guns. I can't use a Noam Chomsky book to deflect bullets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do want to also discuss, uh, after this Philadelphia shooting in particular, the growing sentiment of just completely disrespecting our our police officers. David, I know you said you saw a video um, where there were a bunch of people just throwing stuff. Yeah, police it was officers? a it was the police officers. They were coming out of it looked like one of the locations where they had where they had been, and there was just you know fifty maybe maybe grew to close to a hundred, um, mostly black individuals is what I saw, and they were pushing the cops, they were shouting <clears throat> them, they were cussing at them, and then they started throwing stuff at them, and it made me really sad because I'm like, why is so much of the black community, and I know it's growing outside of that as well. But they have such a problem with with law enforcement. They don't have respect for law enforcement like like I've had and like we should have. And it really made me think about where that disrespect started. And I really, truly believe that it started when Obama was in office Mm -hmm. and he praised Black Lives Matter and he talked bad about the police. And he gave black people permission to then do the same thing and start to look at the police in a different light. And then you add to it the mainstream media and how they completely exploit any time a white officer shoots a black guy, whether or not it was, it was uh, most of the time, it was actually either warranted, you're resisting arrest. I've been pulled over at gunpoint by the police. Um, I didn't resist. I've been walked up to by the police and they put me in handcuffs. I didn't resist. Well, wasn't it, uh, what was it, Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris, I think just recently, just uh, accused the police officers of murdering who was it, Michael Brown? Yeah. Um, did, that, that. That, they, that they murdered Michael Brown. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Shoot was a lie. Yeah, right. it, was a total, it was a total lie, and the mainstream media pushed it. Mm-hmm. That, that narrative has been pushed, and so it's a combination of all those things, not just Obama, but as the president of the United States, for him to do that, he gave the okay to the media, he gave the okay to mainstream media, uh, and now we've got a place where we've got so much of the black community that are just so disrespectful to the police, and it's like, well, what if the police weren't there at all? I mean, there would be complete anarchy and complete chaos in these communities. Uh, they'd be ran by the gangs, you know, completely, 100%, and uh, it, it'd, be, it'd be torturous for the, for the community. Well, as a white guy, let me... Uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, so, explain it to us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I see what you're saying, like 100%. Um, I will never know what, like, you would got, like, I've never been pulled over at gunpoint, and I spent most of my teenage years high and speeding, um, and I was fine. Um, I will never have to tell, like, my black kids, like, if the police come up to you, like, here's what you do, you know. Um, I didn't know you had black kids. <laughs> no, oh, nobody does. Are we taping? Don't say, don't say anything. Um, and I, I almost think the opposite of what you said. All right, I want to know what you think about this. So... I think that the majority of cops are good. And I know on the left, there's a lot of rhetoric about how like all cops are bad, all military is bad, right? I don't think people who would sign up to put their lives on the line to protect people, you know, are gonna be, are all inherently evil. Mm -hmm. I think some are, just like some Republicans are, just like some Democrats are, just like some, you know, peaceful protesters. The world is full of a-holes. All of them, yeah, Yeah. so many. We can all agree on that. Um, I think that because in general, Twitter, Trump, um, everything. We are so divided. Like, Black Lives Matter to me. You named Trump, though, which is so funny. Twitter, Trump, we're so divided. Yeah. 
Trump has nothing to do with the division. You brought up Barack Obama, yeah, who's the most so. divisive president you, at in the mainstream media. That's why we're divided. I'm not even me. saying that as an insult. I'm saying, like, even Trump, when you talk about, like, Trump derangement syndrome, like what Trump has brought out right. in the left, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Um, so that makes sense. I think that, like, Tamir Rice, right? Um, Tamir Rice was, like, a 13-year-old kid who was a toy gun, I think, in Ohio who was shot. There have been horrific, rare mm-hmm. uh, rare instances of innocent black children, innocent black people being shot. You know, what that gun I, looked real. That gun looked real. Yeah. And you're asking a police officer to make a decision of whether or not the firearm is real yeah. or not real. Yeah. And that police officer wants to go home to his family, too. That she, I understand. But 13, man, that is so young. A, and you can gun, say he looked older. A pulled at 13 years old does just as much damage as a yep. trigger pulled by a 36-year-old. But then do we think that, I mean, but then that's a whole other conversation that brings us back to the gun conversation, is if innocent kids are being gunned down with toy guns, is adding more guns It goes back to respecting police. Well, okay, so if this is If there was what, a respect for police. So this is what I was going to say. If my child had a toy gun, he would know if the police tell you anything you obey. You right. do what they say. You comply. But do you think that would have happened with a white kid? I don't think it would have mattered. I've, I think I, if anybody has a gun and it looks real yeah. and they're not willing to cooperate with the police, mm-hmm. then the police are going to see that as a threat. And, I, and, I, and it actually does happen. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of statistics that show that there's a lot of, of people that are killed that are white, Hispanic, yeah. uh, and black, but the mainstream media will, will paint that over. They don't want to talk about it because it doesn't fit the narrative. So yeah, you no, don't and hear I, about and I, it. I, I've seen that. I've seen white people who were killed by the cops who were innocent, and people are like, why isn't this a story? Mm-hmm. Um, that I understand. I guess what I'm saying is, like, have you seen what I wish was if there were if there were instances where a black person was killed unjustly and right away the cops, right away the politicians, just like uh, 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 a gun owner would denounce a mass shooting or whatever, if right away they denounced that and were like, that is rare, that was a problem, this guy is fired, he's out. Do you think there would be as much animosity in the black community? But I think because, again, we're in this, like, us versus them, when the cops, when everyone just doubles down, and no matter what, we defend our guy, whether that's a Black Lives Matter defending a kid, whether that's uh, uh, the cops defending a cop, whatever, um, I think we need to be able to call out our own. Your statement is well-intentioned. Yeah. I, I yeah. get that it is. The word that you used is what the left does. You said right away. We can't do that right away. Right. And so what we call for is people should wait for the facts to come in. Right. We don't denounce this was a good shoot or, or say this was sure. a good shoot by the police or this was a bad shoot by the police. As a conservative, I say, hey, let's get the facts yeah. and then make a decision. And if it's a bad shoot, every good cop in America, every good conservative, I would think every good liberal right. wants a bad cop persecuted yes. and, and, and prosecuted mm-hmm. and, and being held accountable. So I agree with that 100%, but, but I you think, can't do it right away. But I think both wait. sides right away do it. I think, and this happens with the left and right all the time, I think right away the... the I don't even want to say pro-cop people because that makes the liberals sound like anti-cop. But they right, are. I mean, but, a lot of them are. Sure. Yeah. So, but right away, like 
the people who side with the cops are going to side with the cops, and the people who are going to side with the, the victim are going to uh, side with the victim. I think both sides do that. Both sides are like, just like Epstein, right? Right away, all the liberals were like Trump. I don't, I don't, think, they'll like, side, I don't think they'll just side with the, with the victim and they'll just side with the cops. I think that the mainstream media right away yeah. will push the narrative that they want the people, they want the people's emotions on, on strings, and they tug on those heartstrings with emotions, and they share the narrative in order to get the mass majority of people to say, oh, it was a bad yeah. shot. Well, well, let, we let me, want the facts. Let me just ask this really quickly, because I think I see where you're going. Yeah. Because um, it's a, a place that I've often found myself is, let's say, you know, there have been instances where you see a, a video of a police officer just using a very inappropriate use of power yes. on a young female, right, who does not have a weapon. She's maybe drunk it's and like belligerent. like Sandra Bland when she right. was pulled over. Um, you know, something like that where, I mean, I, I was watching one where the officer, you know, it was some drunk girl and he just like threw her to the ground. She was obviously no threat to him. Um, I, th- I want to know if this is where you're going with that in it that is. it's like instead of just saying, wow, that was an inappropriate use of power, he should not have done that. You, ha- you do have a lot of people who say we should listen to the cops. Yes. A hundred percent. And I so mean, we should be more willing to at least right. get thrown to the ground. So then what happens is these communities who do have it hard, who have been um, uh, disenfranchised in the past, they see one of their own getting thrown mm-hmm. to the ground, and then they see the establishment blindly defending it because that's what we do. And they go, you know what? Why should I trust the cops? And then they don't. And then it's even worse for the black communities because now they don't want to call the cops mm-hmm. if they. If there's a domestic violence situation, if there's something happening, they don't want to call the cops and risk that guy coming in and like shooting their dog or shooting one of their kids. And so now the the, the that that city becomes like a little more the dangerous because there are trust the, the level cops. of tension. No one is willing to give grace and yes. say, okay, I trust the other side. It's almost like we need like a clean like a clean break. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there there are millions of interactions between police and people of color every day. Yeah. And every day, nothing happens. Don't you? Millions win. of interactions every day. Yeah. When something goes wrong, the mainstream media's job is to sensationalize it for ratings and push the narrative that they want to push right now. And right now, they are jumping on the anti-rule of law, anti-Trump, anti-cop narrative. And, and it all goes into their big picture of just simply creating chaos in America. So hopefully they can get a new president come the next election. Well, and that also kind of started with Fox News, like with the Iraq war, where like that was where the 24 News hour cycle and the fear-mongering kind of started happening. Like, we're in constant danger. Like, this guy's not wearing a flag pin. And then CNN and MSNBC were like, oh, we got to catch up with that. And then they started doing it. I mean, there are times when I hear people say we have a right-wing media or we have a left-wing media. I'm like, no, 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 no. We have a, a profit-driven media that doesn't care about anybody. They help get Trump elected. And then they realized, oh, oh, that wasn't popular. So now they're going to like attack Trump. You think the media Trump. helped get Trump elected? hundred <laughs> percent. I think they wanted. The world they, they helped him become the, the nominee media. because they because thought that he would maybe be the nominee. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they thought he was going to lose, and they thought he was a joke, and he was popular, and he was saying things other candidates weren't saying, and he was attacking uh, Jeb and Rubio, and they thought it was hilarious. And there were MSNBC. I remember watching MSNBC and seeing like in this teeny tiny corner, like a. Bur- 
Bernie Sanders rally with just like thousands of people that was not going to get coverage. And Trump, before anyone thought he could win, even the, the primary, uh, they would cut to Trump. It was just because of the coverage. Yeah. I'm not saying they were like um, uh, uh, praising his policies. Yeah, but they, they were giving they, him, they him so coverage, much coverage yeah, over Bernie Sanders. I mean, yeah. I honestly think if Bernie Sanders got the coverage he deserved, he would have been easily beaten Clinton, and I think Bernie Sanders would have beaten Trump. Well, Hillary uh, made sure that Bernie was out of the way anyway. So. 100%. The media yeah. has a great history of underestimating the American people, and yeah, they thought the American people would not tolerate Trump, so we'll make sure Correct. we give him publicity, yes. and he becomes the nominee. And he was just a joke. And he was yeah. a joke. It was just his mind. Yep, 100%. But the media is the ones that were the joke, and were so dopey to think that the American people didn't want President Trump, Could but they were hungry yes. for somebody like President Trump, and yep. that was their underestimation. Yeah. 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 Uh, before we go i'm gonna I, i'd like to get your thoughts on the state of the democratic uh primary bad but okay so, <laughs> so that was bad. This, is, this is the news and why it matters right so breaking news today uh not Hick good Hick and Looper, trump's gonna win again hick and looper is out he has dropped. Another one bites the dust. Did anyone the know he was even million, in? Yeah. <laughs> in the I kept in confusing the him for the candidate. bald business guy. Is he going to run for Colorado? Uh, for They were saying he might drop I out to run so. yeah, for... Yeah, that's the reporting. Got that's it. what the reporting is. Well, and you've got O'Rourke setting that up. Uh, as well. He's like, well, a lot of people are saying that I should go back to Texas and help them out. No one ever said you should be Senate. here in the first place. <laughs> like, no one yeah. ever demanded you to run for president. It didn't work out for you very well no, uh, no. the first time. Um, but uh, let's go around the table really briefly. David Hickenlooper's out. Uh, who do you think will follow? What, what, what are your thoughts on the Democratic primary right now? Who's next out? Yeah. I don't even remember how many are left. Is it still over 20? 48. No, let <laughs> me give 48? you the... There's some crazy number. I'm not even so really paying attention. Okay. I'll, watch the, I'll watch the primary debates for highlights, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm going to see who gets to the actual primaries uh, or gets past the primaries and then uh, see exactly who... You know, see what, what pops up then. But none of them are going to have any, any chance to beat the president. Yeah. I don't see anybody, so I, I just am enjoying my, my other uh, hobbies I do. Okay, all right, Grant. <laughs> I think Beto O'Rourke needs to leave. I yeah. mean, he's just wasting everybody's time with yeah. what he's doing. And then well, he he's thinks, changing tires, Grant. Yeah, I mean, he's a wuss, and he's trying <laughs> to look like he's some kind of a tough guy. He's going to be the one to fight President Trump. This is not a guy you want in a foxhole with you. When he was doing the push-ups in the airport, I was like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I challenge him to push-ups. Anybody would challenge him to push-ups. <laughs> Jamie. Um, I think that, I think right now, what we're seeing is um, media bias, you know? Uh, that's something the left and the right can agree on. We can disagree on where the bias is, but if you watch the CNN debates, especially if you watch the MSNBC debates, and the MSNBC are supposedly the like liberal Fox, uh, Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, all their questions are like, as an old man dying Marxist, and it's like, what? And then with Camilla Harris, it would be like, why do you love America? Um, it is, it's very clear, you know, uh, in, in the last debates, they were giving all of the like, kind of corporate businessman moderates, uh, more time than they were giving to Mayor Pete, than they were giving to a lot of these candidates who were polling higher. These are Hickenlooper was polling under 1%. Uh, that bald business dude was polling under 1%. Oh, and they were just trying to create this, this storyline, this narrative of the business guys versus the socialists, which I think is garbage. I think that um, the left will ruin Bernie's chance. I think Bernie is probably the only candidate 
who has a chance of beating Trump, maybe Biden, but Biden's just gaffing all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to see... But you, well, hold on. You think that Bernie would have a chance of beating Trump? <laughs> you I give no credit to the no, American no, I, people I, 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 that Bernie has a chance against President Trump. He's so angry. About so so he's, every time I see him on television, he's yelling and shaking his finger at hold me. Hold on. Trump's not exactly racist. a ray of sunshine. Trump oh, he, is wagging his finger, too. They, no. they, maybe they'll be like a buddy cop thing. Maybe they'll realize they get along. Um, I think that what Bernie Sanders, I don't agree with a lot of Bernie Sanders solutions. I don't think many people do. No. Yeah, that's that's why I have a hard time believing he would. Do you have one you believe in? But I really think that, I really think that what he says about the bottom, the middle class, the sinking middle class, the lower middle class, we do have problems in this country. And we do, uh, look, I want people to be successful. I want people to be rich. I want people to follow their dreams. I don't want people stuck at nine to five jobs. And you know, the only thing that gets them through is just like drinking themselves at night or popping pills or whatever. I think I, I don't want that. I want people to be successful. I like capitalism in that way. Um, but when you look at the Epstein's of the world having more money than you know. M millions. Um, I think that there's a problem, and I think that someone needs to call that out. And if that lead, look, I mean, Trump talked about that with Clinton. Trump talked about draining the swamp. Trump talked about Clinton's ties to Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. uh, he was right about all that stuff. And the American people know that that's right. Now, is Trump also tied to those people? Yeah. Um, but I think that Someone who can call this stuff out is really important, and I would much rather that than just like another hack Biden, Clinton, corporatist, one of the same milk toast Democrats. Um, I think it's important that we have an actual left uh, and an actual right, and that those people can talk and hopefully, you know, meet in the middle of somewhere. But maybe that's like the dumb, naive liberal in me. <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting to see a millionaire Bernie. Uh, be able to, you know, breaking it in. Yeah, I mean, he's that over here talking about the. Money? Yeah, he's <laughs> over here talking about the middle class yeah. and how everyone's so poor, and he's making money off of capitalism. Who do you want? Who do you think? Do you like? Do you guys like any of them? No, no, absolutely not. not. Even no. Mayor Pete. He's no. so charming. No. Mayor Pete is so charming. But that's but no. okay. So and what, now he's bashing Christians. Well, really, yes, Quietness, he is. But yeah. really quickly, did, were you a fan of Obama? A hundred percent. Okay, so I find Pete. Mayor Pete, uh, Pete, like I'm on a first name basis, yeah, yeah, yeah. me and Pete, you know. <laughs> uh, I find Mayor Pete to be so charming that it reminds me of, you know, an Obama yeah, where yeah, he yeah. can talk all, all the talk. Right. He sounds really great. And I remember during the, you know, Obama elections that everyone was like, well, but he speaks so well. He gives such eloquent, eloquent speeches. And right. I'm like, that's not what I'm electing a president to do. Right, right, right. You know, if, if you look at his policies. We know if you, if you voted his... for Trump. <laughs> not, not going for eloquent speeches. I did not vote for Trump, I first don't. of all. <laughs> I'm going to this time around. Are you? I am because... I was I was not convinced of President Trump uh, before he got elected. I was not on the Trump train. Yeah. I was not a fan, um, and I was very critical of him. And now that I've actually seen his record and I see who he's up against, I don't see anything even close to being another option. And I hear a lot of that yeah. from women and from people of color as well. I voted for Trump. My whole family, did. well, my immediate family. That does surprise me. That you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but did. I, did, I did not. I did not, and I will I will this time, and I will not miss it. I will not miss voting for anything. That's so, yeah, I definitely feel like the left is, every debate I've seen, I have been like, we are 
handing it to, yeah. where they're just kind of trying to outwoke each other. You don't want to talk you're about. You're not standing for uh, trans reproductive justice. Well, I mean, it's not one of your big <laughs> issues. I think that. I mean, what I would, what what I would love, what I would love, what I would love, what I would love is to actually talk about like policies. And I feel like with the way the debates are, with the way the mainstream media handles it, with these 30-second sound bites, they are just sort of pitting people against each other. And they are just trying to get these like ridiculous sound bites. But no one's, like, I don't really know. When Trump was elected, I couldn't really tell you any of his, his policies mm -hmm. besides build a wall. All we really got on the left was, he's calling Mexicans rapists. Pro -life. He doesn't think Obama is like American. Pro-America. Pro Second Amendment. Pro Second Amendment. Yeah. Pro border security. Pro Israel. Pro Israel. Pro -Israel. I, I had all those things before. Pro free market. Yeah. But if you're watching exactly. CNN and MSNBC, I could see yeah, where you that. wouldn't. Well, I just wish with that. the debates you would actually have like policy debates. Yeah. You know? And well, you like, do you know where the Democrats stand on the policies for illegals. Mm. But do you also think, again, these are th those circumstances where I wish. Okay, so you are not, I assume none of you at this table are like psyched when you see like kids in cages, right? No. Now, you can say stuff like their parents shouldn't have broke the law, blah, blah, blah. But I think our problem is we're so excited to like gotcha the other side that I'm like, I would love to sit in a room and be like, how do we get those kids out of cages? And if that means stricter immigration policies, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll Absolutely. sign up for that. But also if that means, you know, the people who have, like I think the DREAM Act. I'm like, kids who have lived here their whole life and were born here, who are going to college, who are being good citizens, like they shouldn't be punished. Do you know how you keep them out of cages? You build a wall and don't Stop incentivize illegal here. immigration. This country has yeah. incentivized it yeah. exactly for it. far too long. And when it's easy to come here and they know the drill now, just claim asylum and a catch and release program, yeah. you cut all that out, they won't be coming here anymore. It's the most, it's the most compassionate thing you can do yeah. is to have border security. And Democrats want to talk and cry about uh, little kids that are crying because they're being separated. Well, I had a friend of mine that was at the border and was interviewing a couple that are at working at the border yeah. and had to share that they had found a six-year-old little girl that had over 20 different semens inside mm -hmm. of her. Mm -hmm. The amount of kids, little girls, that are being brought in this country by coyotes from parents, Mexican nationals, that think their kids are going to get into this country because they're being sold a load of goods and then are raped. Right repeatedly on the way here, and then a lot of them sold into sex trafficking, that's a whole other issue right. that yeah. most people aren't even talking about. And I would, I, I would just, just to put a bow on that, um, sympathy for the children. Yeah, you know, I'm a mother, yeah, I, I hate seeing that. Would much rather the children be separated than have them in with a bunch of adults and have those types of things happening well, and, under our watch. And these conversations I don't think are happening, right? Like mm -hmm. if, if we were on CNN, I wouldn't be allowed to ask you guys the questions. Right. I would have to, which I'm legitimately asking. I would have to kind of say my soundbite, you say your soundbite, the news anchor will go, I guess we'll never well, know. I think we're supposed right. to yell at some point, yell yes. at each and other. Then, yeah. and, then, and then they cut to commercial, whereas I just wish we could be like, all right, let's work together. How do we get the kids out of yeah. cages? Mm -hmm. Cool, Absolutely. now how do we solve immigration? Cool, mm -hmm. um, but instead, because on the right, I, I've never heard those nuanced answers. What you see on Twitter is them just being like, well, their parents shouldn't have broken the law. Right. So it makes conservatives sound like they don't give a crap heartless. about kids right. and kids. Yeah. Totally heartless, but that's why that's Twitter's Twitter. Like, yeah, accessible. that's Twitter, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> awful. Uh, all right, yesterday's poll question, do you think that the, uh, the Hong Kong protests will inspire more dissent in mainland China? Huh, 42% of you said wow. yes, you're very optimistic, more optimistic than I am. 35% uh, of you said no, 23% said maybe. 
Real quick, David, what do you think of what's going on in Hong Kong and well, whether or not? I think for I think it's completely different in mainland China. Yeah. I mean, in mainland China, you're, you're underneath a very communist you know right. dictatorship, yep. and they don't take any crap at all. And we'd see. A, and they have no incentive to change that. They have no incentive to change that. Yeah. So I, I don't see that happening. Grant, you agree? For them to be inspired by it, they've got to see it, and you wonder how much news they're getting mm -hmm. as to far as what are they Great really point. seeing yeah. to be inspired by. If someone does get that information, I think it certainly would inspire them. Though I think so many people would be so afraid to even stand up and do anything mm -hmm. in China because, you know, off with their heads. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Literally. Jamie? Um, I have not been following the story as closely as I should have, and I'm just going to sit here and just mourn what you guys told me about Mayor Pete. Uh, <laughs> my, my dream fantasy of him becoming president. Uh, all right, today's poll question, who will be the next 2020 Democrat to drop out? We referenced this earlier. So, okay, so here's some choices for you. All right, Robert Francis O'Rourke, uh, Gillibrand, Cory Booker, crazy-eyed Cory Booker, or John Delaney? Oh, that's a tough choice. Spartacus is going to hang in there for Spartacus. every I last minute. No. I, th I think it's... Wait, who are we calling Spartacus? Cory uh, Booker. Booker. Got it. <laughs> he is Spartacus, after all. He told us. Yeah, that's right. He'll stay. Uh, okay, so I'm going to say Gillibrand. Yeah. She's just, I mean, she's trying with the, the gun confiscation and compensation. Well, didn't she just have that love letter the NRA released? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a while that back. And, but she is going all out. Like, yes, we should yeah, yeah. do a mandatory buyback on guns. I'm going to go all out. And I'm putting in my, you know, I'm throwing in my hat on just all on the evil NRA. I don't see it working out for her. Yeah, that's a loser argument. And they still don't realize it, that it's a loser argument. It doesn't win them elections, and it certainly doesn't gain them favor with Heartland Americans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she needs to go. I think she'll probably hang on really? longer. Who I really do. Think, do. I think do she enjoys what she's doing. Robert Francis, Gillibrand, Booker, or Delaney. Here on the show, I don't call, I don't call him what it's he wants. It's adorable. Uh, I think... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, go. I mean, I think Delaney should because he's, he's uh, uh, polling the lowest. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what happened this year where I feel like just like white Democrats' midlife crisis instead of buying a convertible was like, I'm just going to run for president. Uh, <laughs> where it's like there's just so many of those dudes where it's like the amount of money they are spending on campaigns is like, yo, you could feed a lot of homeless people <laughs> yeah. uh, with that money. You really believed it. But Delaney is also the one who's kind of being propped up by the corporate news, by CNN and by MSNBC, and they're trying to make him seem like he's more popular and he's like the savvy businessman who's going to take it to Bernie. Um, I think it should be him. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of agree with you. I think Gillibrand is stubborn. I think she's going to. Yeah, and same with Booker. Okay, what, what do you think? So I yeah. think young Master Beto is probably going to be the next one out. Yeah. Aww. I think he has to. I think Robert will hold on as well. You think what? I think Robert will try to hold on. He's trying to really? milk it for everything he can, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, let us know what you guys think. you got to go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, and we didn't even, we didn't throw anything. No. Everyone still has all yeah. their, their bones intact. He's nice asking us questions. It yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. 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 liberals at the table. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell your liberal friends to come join us. Dude, I, I, I will, will not do the same. Uh, Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.